pro football. I mean, so they got to come and they got to play again, just like we've got to come play again. I mean, uh, you know, BC's had a very good year, but they're playing on a five or six day week with a travel, and they uh, so they didn't look good. That's that's you know that happens to a lot of a lot of pro football teams. I mean. Uh, you know, Rick's done a real nice job with that club over there, and they've played well all year except for that one particular game, you know, and you got to give, you know, hats off to uh, Winnipeg. They played extremely well. Uh, you've had uh, guys wearing oven mitts this week. You've had guys doing push-ups because of penalties this week. Do you feel your the message you want is getting through? Well, I mean, we're, we've got to place a point, for, point of emphasis on uh, penalties. I mean, we're averaging right at nine, and, and Winnipeg is sitting here at the at the bottom at six. So it's, you know, it's three more per game. And, uh, you know, I, I need what, what Mike O'Shea's got as far as that, whatever's in the bottle over there, because for three years they've averaged uh, – you know, from 19 to 22, actually four years, they've only averaged 6.5, you know, per game. So uh, I know he's a good coach, but we need to bottle up whatever he's got and sell it to the NFL, you know. <laughs> and uh, so it's uh, it's the biggest disparity, I think, probably in the history of uh, the CFL. It seems veteran coaches, veteran players maybe get a few more breaks sometimes than, than the younger players do? Yeah, you know, I think I think that's probably the case. I don't know. I mean, it, it's more the no calls than it is the calls against you, you know. I mean, there's been two games where, you know, I felt like we were really undisciplined. The most recent game, which is fresh on our mind, and, of course, the uh, Hamilton game, both games here at home. Um, you know, with the exception of that, we uh, if you take those two games away, our averages are way down. So it skews everything when you have 13, and we've done that twice. And unfortunately, it was a big contributor in those two losses. I don't know if you want to go there or not, but are there different referees in the league where you say to your guys, you, you can't do this against with this ref? Oh yeah, I mean we we do a we do a scout on on all the officials, and and we know the ones that you can't get close to the quarterback, and we know the ones that are going to call holding, or the ones that are going to call, you know, we uh, we scout that and uh, put it out there, and we know prior to going into the game. We, we all know what Kevin Brown can do when he came in here last year and just ran up numbers as much as yards. Um, are, is, I mean, is he just on the precipice of, of a breakout? I mean, well, I mean, he's, you know, we need to get him the ball more, number one. I think, uh, you know, emphasizing the run game, giving him more opportunities to touch it. They've done a real nice job of, of forcing the pull on a lot of our zone read plays, which takes the ball out of your tailback's hand. So we've got to counter that with just hard runs and just hand the football off. Is that a case of just opposing defenses knowing who he is this time around? Yeah, I mean, they, they want to take the football out of his hands because when he touches it, he's he has success. So we've just got to find ways to get the ball in, in uh, four his hands. Four days of practice with, with Trey now this week. Give me your take on what you saw from him as you get as he gets set for his first start. Well, I mean, he he does the things that we thought really really well, and uh, he he's he's gotten better at his reads, and uh, he can make every throw. I mean, uh, just because he's not played does not mean that he's that far behind the other the other guys. So I mean, the other two have had the opportunity, so it's Trey's opportunity.